You're listening to teaching from Castle Hills Christian Church in San Antonio, Texas. More information about Castle Hills Christian Church is available at chccsa.com. Does anyone know the mission statement of this famous university? To be plainly instructed and to consider well the main end of your life and studies is to know God and Jesus Christ. Founded in 1636, this university employed exclusively Christian professors, emphasized character formation in its students above all else, and placed a strong emphasis on equipping ministers to share the good news. Every diploma in Latin reads, Truth for Christ and the Church. You've probably heard of this school. It's called Harvard University. After only 80 years after its founding, a group of New England pastors sensed that Harvard had drifted too far for their liking, that it had become too secular, and they approached a wealthy uh, man and shared their concerns. This man's name was Elihu Yale, and he financed their efforts in 1718 to start a new university, Yale University. Yale's motto wasn't just truth like Harvard's, but their motto was light and truth. And today, Harvard and Yale's legacy of academic excellence are still intact, but neither school resembles what their founders envisioned. Their, their founders not only wanted an excellent academic institution, but they also wanted their students to know about Christ. They wanted to be a place to equip ministers. Today, there's something far different than their founding purpose. What happened to Harvard and Yale is mission drift. And what happened to them can also happen to churches, including Castle Hills, if we don't put guardrails up. What does mission drift look like in churches? In churches that focus too more inwardly than outwardly. Churches that focus more inwardly than outwardly. Churches that make decisions solely based on what members want and their complaints. William Tennendale said the church is the only institution that exists for those outside of it. The church's mission is not to be a country club or to be a fortress, but to be a place where all can come. Our mission is to make disciples, to plant seeds for those who do not know Christ, to help people become more like Christ. And so to do this, we have to not only ask what do our people who are coming uh, in our faith community need, but we have to also ask the question, what do those outside of our faith community need? And churches that also focus only on politics instead of the kingdom of God can have mission drift. Our mission is not to make more Republicans or Democrats or Libertarians. Our mission is to make disciples, to help people become more like Christ, not a political party. We want to bring the kingdom of God to this earth. We want to reflect Christ in everything that we do. Churches that don't focus enough on teaching the Bible can be tempted to have mission drift. 
The church's mission is not to teach self-help. There are thousands of books and podcasts and videos that you can watch that can make you feel warm and, and fuzzy. But again, the church's mission is to make disciples. And we do this by studying the Bible in community, by reading God's Word, by interpreting God's Word, by giving you the tools to help you understand God's Word. That's why this year we've been encouraging you to read God's Word through a Bible reading plan. And some of you, you're, you're going at it and you're doing really well. And some of you, after a month or two, you, you quit reading. But I want to encourage you to keep on reading God's Word. Churches that focus too much on truth can have mission drift. And they're, they're, the church's mission is not to be a bunch of rule followers, to make a bunch of rule followers, to create a culture of legalism. No, we want people to be able to come and as they are, to know Christ. And we don't want to put a bunch of obstacles to make it hard for people to know Christ. On the other hand, churches that focus too much on grace can have mission drift. People say, come just as you are. And that's true. We want you to come as you are, but don't stay as you are. We want you to eventually come to become more like Christ. And so to do that, we also have to talk about sin. And we have to look at the sin that's in our life. And we have to repent and we have to confess of that sin. And, and so if a church just is focused on, on grace and say, hey, everything goes, we can have mission drift. And, and, and so we, at the same time, we want to focus also on looking at the sin that's in our life. And, and we want to become more like Christ each and every day. Some churches can have mission drift if they focus on attracting a crowd more than making disciples. In, in the ministry world, there's called the attractional model, and, and the goal is to attract the biggest crowds that you possibly can. You'll do concerts, you'll have the smoke and the lights, you'll have events, and you'll attract crowds. And, and we definitely want people to come to be a part of our faith community. But if all you're focused on, if all you're chasing is trying to get a crowd, you can have mission drift because you can have a big crowd and never make one disciple. You can have a church that's insider-focused, a church that focuses on politics, a church that has a big crowd. You can have a church that is just focused on surviving. And, and maybe it looks good on the outside, but at the same time, you can have mission drift. The church's mission is found and demonstrated in at least in several places in the Bible. I want to show you three. First of all, I want you to see what Jesus' mission was. If you turn to Luke chapter 19, Jesus was on his way and he ends up meeting a tax collector named Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus had climbed up into a tree and he wanted to see Jesus and Jesus stopped and Jesus ends up having uh, this conversation with him and goes to his house. And in Luke 19:10 it says, For the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. Jesus' mission was to seek and save those who are lost. He, he came with a mission to, to reach out and let those people who know or let them know about him. He wanted to build a relationship with them. He wanted to give them hope. Matthew 28, 19 and 20, Jesus gives this. We call this the Great Commission. He says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In verse 20, a lot of times we don't always talk about verse 20. 
Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you. And be sure of this, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Our, our mission is to make disciples of all nations, not just our homes, not just our city, not just our state, but around the world. We want people to know about Jesus Christ. We want to make disciples. We want to be disciples, and we want to make disciples. And then in Acts 1, uh, Acts 1 verses 7 and 8, it says, He replied, The Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times. They are not for you to know. The disciples are saying, Jesus, when, when are you going to, to come back? He, Jesus is about to... Uh, he's already risen, and then he's about to leave, and, and they have these questions. But Jesus says, but you will receive the power of the Holy Spirit, and it will come up on you. And then you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Jesus calls his disciples to be witnesses, for us to make disciples. And our mission here at Castle Hills is to make disciples. We want people to know about Christ. We want to provide opportunities. We want to provide a culture that people can make Jesus number one in their life. We want to plant seeds in their life. We want to water those seeds. We want to equip people to make disciples. Our vision is change lives through Christ. And so each and every day, we're trying to become more like Christ. We want you to fall in love with Christ, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love people. And we know that's a little countercultural, especially right now. There's a lot of hate and there's a lot of dissension. But as Christians, as we love God, we want to love people. We want to build bridges with people. We want to invest into people. We want to pour into people. And so the mission that we have isn't easy, and we can get distracted. But as a church, we must put guardrails up. And, and some of the guardrails that we've put up is, first of all, as a church, we function under the authority of Scripture. We study Scripture. We teach Scripture. We try to live out Scripture. We try to focus on Scripture. That helps us stay focused on our mission. And so here at Castle Hills, Scripture is very, very important. You don't need me to read Scripture. You can read the Bible on your own. And if you have trouble, we're more than glad to help you. Another guardrail that we have is, as a church, we have a biblical leadership. We have elders that we call shepherds that shepherd the flock. They are to help you in your walk. They are to keep us focused on our mission of making disciples. They protect the flock at all costs. They discipline when necessary. If there's some sin going on, and, and they will have those hard conversations. If there's a person that's causing problems in the church, they will sit down and, and they will have conversations. I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Right now, it's very difficult to be in church leadership. And I'm going to ask that you would pray for our elders, especially during this COVID season. Be praying for them every day for the next week for me. Our church leadership needs your prayers. Another guardrail that, that we put in place is as a church, discipleship is how we filter the decisions that we make. We're bombarded with opportunities, great opportunities, but we constantly ask, how does that help us make disciples? Our staff is thinking, how can we make disciples? How can we equip others to make disciples? Heather and, and Richard are asking that question. How can we help our parents make disciples of their children? How can we help our grandparents make disciples of their grandchildren? 
We love to partner with organizations that can help make disciples in our community. We love partnering with Acts of Hope. We love partnering with Mustard Seed, who's planting churches in Japan and, and helping people know Christ. We love partnering with Black Box. We have all of these organizations that we love to partner with that are making disciples. And, and I want you to know, we will continue to look for ways to make disciples. We'll try a lot of things. Some of them you like, some of them you won't like. Some of them will work and some of them won't. But I want you to know the, the decisions that we make is filtered through that lens of making disciples. And as you being a part of this faith community, you have a responsibility to make disciples and to hold us accountable for making disciples. I don't want CHCC to ever have mission drift. I want us to be mission focused, to seek and to save the lost, to focus on reaching our community for Christ. Each Sunday, we're reminded of our mission when we take communion. We take the bread and we take the juice and we remember that Jesus Christ came on a mission to give his life for our sin. Romans tells us the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And if you've never made that decision to follow Christ, our staff wants to talk to you about it. We want to talk to you about what it means to have a relationship with Christ.